You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brothers, Chris and James, my name is Ryan. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode. Use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use their services. Somehow, some way. The Dallas Stars would not be denied the pseudo win tonight, winning five to four in a shootout over the Washington Capitals. Uh, guys, frankly, I don't care that it was a shootout win. I'll take it. That's how I feel about this game tonight. I mean, y'all know I've always said a shootout win counts just the same as a normal win. Basically the exact <laughs> same thing. Absolutely great game by the Stars. I mean, to fight back through all the adversity they went through tonight, they played a good game. But all the bad stuff that happened to them, all the bad breaks that they got, and they fought through all of it on the second night of a back-to-back, playing the most minutes you could play in a hockey game, and they find a way to not only claw one point out of it, but to go and get both of them. I mean, uh, this whole road trip fully sucked. Every part of it felt so unlucky. It felt like we couldn't catch a break the entire time. We didn't play very good during a lot of it as well, and I think this is a good way to kind of cut it off. I mean... Finish it off with a strong, emotional, battling game. And I think the Stars did a good job of that. And hopefully we can forget about this road trip and just move on. James, what's your initial thoughts coming out of this game tonight? Oh, man. I was I was about to be really upset with this game because, like, it, it's felt like the last two games, it's like all the bounces go the opposite direction and we can't catch a break. And tonight it was feeling the exact same way. And then we finally tied up again, like we did last game in the third early. And then the other team gets a power play and scores on it. And we're right back where we started last game. And I thought it was going to end 4-3, honestly. I was fully convinced. And the power play felt super unlucky, too. The Stars were out shooting the Caps like 9-0 to at that point. And they get the power play. It's just... And it was a penalty. It was a bad play by Foxa, but still, it just feels so it, like it, everything's it was, going our way just flips every yeah, single time. And, and it's frustrating because there there was lots of opportunities to call penalties against the Capitals tonight, oh and the God. only call the only call they made was when they ran over our goaltender. And they had only, to run over our goaltender to get a penalty on called on them. And their most notorious player had to run over the goaltender. I mean, <laughs> no better player to run over your goaltender to get it called than than uh, Wilson. I mean, <laughs> I, I put this tweet up. I think it's worth saying as well because the the Eastbeat announcer was like, "Oh, Wilson had no no way to get out of the way there." Well, who put Wilson in that position? Wilson the, did. The- the other part is he didn't even try to stop. I mean, there's a difference yeah. between, okay, you're getting forced into the goaltender, but players will still try to stop. He didn't even make an attempt. He just went straight through. 
and if there was ever anybody to give the benefit of the doubt, it's Wilson. I mean, his uh, his his reputation is just being just the kindest, nicest hockey player who never does anything wrong. So I'm really surprised we got the power play there. Right, he he has the same like on ice character as uh, Joe Pavelski, right? So I'm or Yanni Hockenpah that he that he you know took a penalty there, just beyond shocked. But uh, and I I doubt this was just me. But they call the penalty in overtime. I didn't even say anything. I just went and just gaped my mouth up. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, after all of this, after it seems like we keep pushing back and we keep pushing and we keep pushing and keep pushing. And then this is going to be the way the game ends is on an overtime power play. I'm like. <sighs> and I'm going to complain like, about it first. Seriously. But- the penalty kill deserves credit there, but that is not ever a penalty in overtime. I mean, it is probably technically a penalty. I will agree with that. That penalty never gets called in overtime, not a singular time. And we've seen it this season where a penalty pretty much as blatant as that one is not called in overtime because it's pretty much giving the win to the other team unless the other team's power play is absolute garbage like the Capitals right now. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. It is... Like, of, of course, it's the worst power play in the league, basically. And we have the best, basically the best road power uh, penalty kill in the league. And of course, we give up a goal to let them go up four to three. I was just, it just seemed like everything about this game was just cursed. It, it just felt cursed. We come back three times, like one to one. I was just like, okay, all right, we're good. All right, we, we were playing well. We got a good. Uh, we got a good thing going there in the first period. It shouldn't have been tied. We were the better team there, but whatever it happened, it's hockey, whatever. We go down three to one when Washington starts playing better in the second period. And then I'm like, okay, of course. The old me probably would have turned it off at that point. Honestly, at three to one, I probably would have turned it off. I would have just been like, this team's cursed. We're screwed. This game's over. But then they push back again and make it three to three. And what they don't, and then they do the same thing they did last night. They allow it to go up four to three on a power play goal to the worst power play in the league. And then I I honestly thought it was over at that point. And the one thing that I can point to about this team and what what I was very happy about is this game seemed over multiple, multiple times tonight. And, and, I even uh, tweeted this out earlier tonight. They looked pissed. They looked forever God-loving pissed because it seemed like they were not getting the bounces that they probably should have deserved. They were having all of these chances that they were not able to get in the back of the net. And as sucky as it seems getting a, a shootout win tonight, I'm happy with it because they get the two points that I thought they deserved. I thought yeah, they yeah. fully deserved to win this game tonight. And okay. and it's it's been like that the past two games now. I mean, we really should have won that Florida game too with how well we were playing, and we kind of flubbed it in the third. Yep, agreed. And, and, and I agree with you 100%, Ryan. The thing I was most happy about is just the scratching and clawing for these two points tonight. doesn't matter really how we got them in the end. It, it was the fight during the game. That makes me most happy. And that emotional response, like you said, getting pissed off and turning it, turning your pissed off feeling into playing harder and playing better when you're, but not bad, but not when bad. You're dead tired too. So, yeah, and that, that was the thing I was most impressed about. I was just like, we haven't really seen this side of the team yet. 
I mean, they had to have been dead dog tired. And they were the better team in the third period, by far. By far the better team in the third period. And they allowed that pissed offness, if that's a if that's a verb I can use, to kind of translate into a way where they could get it going in the third period and get that game tying goal to get it up four to four. So that's something that I was I was really excited about uh seeing tonight. So seriously. Uh perfect segue. Going back to that overtime penalty kill by Foxa, Hawkinpaw, Lindell. There was a couple of mistakes by all those guys actually tonight. You could point to individual stakes by each and every one of them. But that final penalty kill in that overtime was absolutely amazing by all three of those guys, especially Roddick Foxa. I'm going to give him double dip him two games in a row. Roddick Foxa played absolutely amazing in that penalty kill, especially Roddick Foxa was a madman, a man possessed. You better be careful, Chris. People are going to start I'm calling gonna, you a Foxa lover. I'm going to be a Foxa Fo- fan. Foxa is the best on, on these backs. Yeah, Th- that fourth line was was especially good on this back-to-back. Just their consistency that they've had recently with g- g- not necessarily offensive pressure, but at least getting pressure in the offensive zone it, it, it is really what's impressed me by this fourth line. Um and again tonight they get they pretty much set up that Sagan goal. I mean that that offensive zone time they trickle Sagan on and that that fourth line is the reason Sagan scores there. I mean Sagan scored Absolutely. the goal, but the fourth line got it. Absolutely. And that was a great pass by I think it was Steele got that primary yeah. assist there, which was, yeah, he, that, he was, that was a great five. I mean it was a huge gap, but I mean he still saw it and got it right over to him right in his wheelhouse. Yep. So one of the things I didn't believe and I, I always say this, but the hockey guy, I watch him religiously. I, I watch a lot of his YouTube stuff. If you don't follow him, you should. It's a lot of good stuff. But uh, I watched his most recent uh, power rankings that he did, and he was saying, like, you know, somehow, some way, the Washington Capitals seem to find a way to win, it seems like, and they continue this trend. And I'm like, okay, okay, Shannon, like, I don't believe it. Uh, I was a, I'm now a firm believer in that. I don't know. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. They had how. no chance tonight. They had no chance, and they still were leading the entire game. And the other frustrating thing, kind of going back to it, like how this happened, when we were like the dominating team during a stretch of time, it would be like click. It would be like one offensive rush the other way or one offensive zone time for the Capitals, and they'd get a power play. That happened like two or three times tonight, too. And I'm just like, how could the Capitals be so stinking lucky? I didn't believe it, but I believe it now. So, it's just ridiculous. Um, Just to give you guys an idea, uh, do y'all want to know the deserved to win meter Or have you already looked at it? I've already looked. We've already looked. That's our favorite stat is the deserved yeah, to win meter The Dallas Stars win the deserve to win meter the true test of what team was better. Obviously, sixty-two point six percent for Dallas, thirty-seven point five for the Capitals. That jumped up big time for Dallas in that third period. They dominated. Absolutely, absolutely, they did. And uh, man, I really hope that this doesn't continue like this. This trend. I, I have felt so depressed watching Stars hockey sometimes, uh, at least well, recently. I was so upset, basically the entire game. I was mad. I, I was like genuinely frustrated, upset, mad. I'm like, they're playing well, and I can't get mad at them. Why are they losing? I was just like, yeah. I don't understand. But yeah. Uh, yeah. the perfect feeling is frustrated because, like, we're playing good for most of the game. Definitely parts that weren't great. Like, 
right after the first Caps goal, we weren't playing great the second period. The Caps kind of played a little bit better than the Stars for large portions of it. But overall, the Stars weren't playing bad, and they were getting beat 3-1. to one. And it was like, what? it's it's so frustrating. It doesn't but, feel like a 3-1 to one game. It exactly. didn't. But it, it was so thrilling and exciting to see them come back three times, like you said, Ryan. That was a ton of fun, a really fun hockey game. And two good hockey games in a row for the past two nights. So that's been a lot of fun to watch. I did get to go back and watch the uh, the Florida game last night. It, it I think I finished it at like two in the morning, but I did finish it. I did watch it. And I was just like, okay, Chris, I, I see what you were talking about because I watched your uh, I watched your episode last night, uh, which I appreciate you did solo, by the way. That was a, that's it's harder to do than you think, guys. It really is. <laughs> But uh, you're right. I 100% agree with you. The two games that, man, it, it, after that goal when they tied it 3-3 three to three against Florida, I was just like, man. But anyway, well um, yes. But I'm tired, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Wedgwood for a second. Um, I don't know how to classify his thing tonight. He kept fine. him in, kind of, but the I first mean, goal was like, come on, really? I, that, that's Wedgwood playing the puck. He's not supposed to do that. He knows that, too. Wedgwood knows that. He uh, On multiple occasions when he's in the net, he will just, even even if no one's coming, he will just leave it back there. Uh, he decided to play it. Uh, bad decision. And it bit him in the butt. <laughs> and I'll kind of give him at least a little bit on that fourth goal as well. I mean, it, it was a good shot, but... It wasn't painting any lines or anything like that's one that you kind of want to have, especially when you're on the penalty kill. Um, so he he did like normal backup duty tonight, which for Wedgwood isn't isn't that great. I'm gonna say because Wedgwood is a better goalie than that. He's a better goalie than what he played tonight, but he comes up clutch in the shootout for sure. I mean, the poke check on the first one and then the big save on the second one, really good. Obviously, Ovechkin lost the puck on the third one, but two big saves on those first two. So. He he stepped up when we needed him, and he got us a point for sure. Now, I can't remember if it was the second and the fourth goal or the third and the fourth goal that was in the same spot. It beat him under the glove, over the pad. And I was just like, okay, maybe the first one you can allow, but the second one you can't allow people to beat you there again. So that, that's something that I was frustrated with. But, okay, let's talk about some of the, the pregame uh, headlines coming in tonight. tonight. So, uh, obviously, the biggest one is congratulations to Matt Duchesne getting to a thousand games. Not many players get that opportunity to do that. Uh, it looked like we it was going to be kind of a sour note for his thousandth game, uh, considering how the game was going. But they get the win tonight, and uh, Matt Duchesne he, he even he was kind of pissed at at points. He was kind of uh, swinging his stick at the boards and stuff like that. So seriously, congratulations to him. It's crazy that he hasn't scored in the past two games. I mean, he has looked ridiculous and done ridiculous things. And he just like, when he finally gets the chance to shoot, it somehow doesn't go in. Whether that be a crazy goaltender save or just a block getting in his way. I, I and, and the crazy thing is he's setting up both the people on his line still all the time. <laughs> yep. And he's still getting frustrated. That makes no sense, but whatever. I forget which what game was it. We were up like six to one, and he he actually got upset. It was, he, it was the lightning game. I think it was we a lightning game eight yeah. to one, and I, and he, he just, missed he a shot. Score. He should have scored. He could yeah. score. It was like one of the few players that didn't get a point, which is weird. It's cursed. So, uh, the other big one is that uh, Lundqvist does make his way back into the lineup again tonight. 
And uh, was I, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to this, but was uh, Delandria in the game against the Panthers? Against the Panthers? Mm, yes. No. no. So okay. So it's just Lundquist that makes his way back into the lineup tonight. Um, what did y'all see about his performance this evening? Any better? About the same? I mean, he's just fully sheltered at this point. I I don't like it. There's a good uh, article by David Castillo, friend of the show, obviously on what my thoughts on Lundquist are. I pretty much agree with that article that he posted today. Pretty much 100. percent I think y'all should go look at it. But he only gets 15 minutes time on ice tonight. I don't know. I maybe saw him twice in the third period, and that's been pretty typical for him uh, for the past three weeks. So. Yeah, I thought he played good. I thought he had a good game. He made smart plays in his own end and really helped move the puck out of his out of his defensive end. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210, the Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154, the Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 O P E N Y or text H O P E N Y in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. Yeah, I mean, he looked fine tonight. He actually plays more minutes tonight than his season average, I believe. But um, I think it I was because of, it was a back-to-back. Maybe. Honestly, that's, that's why he I, got some more minutes tonight. I honestly don't notice him that much tonight, which, I mean, that's not a bad thing, I guess, but also it's Lundqvist, and you kind of expect him to. He had, like, that one crazy good shot that didn't go in or got blocked. I forget if it was blocked or hit the post or something, but other than that, I didn't really notice him tonight. I'm kind of the same way, James, but it I had a little bit of a negative and a little bit of positive, so... Uh, it was in the, I can't remember what third period or if it was in the second or third period, but there was an opportunity where he was, tr- it was probably could have gotten it out of his zone and it led to a really good chance for Washington and actually a really good save by Wedgwood to keep it out. 
Um, but uh, on the flip side of that, there was also a really good opportunity where it was a three on two going the other way. And he actually joined the rush and he was the trailer and had a pretty decent shot, a pretty decent chance there. So we, we really need to see him do that a little bit more. It, I, I mean, Chris, it really, kind of really, it frustrates me how yeah. nitpicky we have to get when we're talking about Lundquist. Cause we're seeing so little of what he's doing, but then like you can see other stuff, Harley literally passed it to a guy in the slot for a great scoring chance for the Capitals tonight. But, but Lundqvist kind of did it too. Lundqvist kind of did it too. It's not going to affect Harley's well. minutes at all, though. I mean, that's fully going to affect Lundqvist's minutes. But, but Harley also played 22 and a half minutes again tonight. I mean... I understand. It's just, we're talking about Lundqvist differently than we talk about any other player on the Stars. We're like nitpicking every single time he screwed up and every single time he did good. And that's, I mean, that's I, I not think, how an eye test works. It's like, I, overall, I think, how did he play? And it, it feels like we don't do that because of the position he's getting put in. I, I think a lot of that is because he is not adding as much as we had originally hoped for. I mean, truly, he he does not add that much to this team. Both uh, games where Harley played over 20 minutes, you you noticed it instantly. I mean, he he's playing ridiculous and out of his mind. Even tonight, he has that one mishap. But other than that, he looked like he should have scored two goals. <laughs> yeah, but... Lundqvist hasn't played that much even. I mean, even when he's played well, he hasn't played that much. At the beginning of the season, we were talking about Lundqvist started out pretty good, and we just don't see him play that much. And he's he's also still 23 years old. I mean, he turned 23 a few months ago, and we're not seeing enough of him to actually get a good gauge on how good he's playing, in my opinion. Uh, but I am forever a Lundqvist apologist, probably, so... I understand the point where it's like we can't develop him. We have to play whoever's going to win the game is the best. I, I just don't agree that Lundqvist objectively is hurting this team defensively. Uh, Joe Mama with a good point over here. Uh, plus, he hasn't played in a week for one bad game. I, I disagree with that a little bit. I don't think it was one bad game. He had a, was, he didn't play terrible. He had he had like two or three games where he didn't look terrible, and then the last game before he got scratched, he was very he was pretty rough. But uh, I do agree with you on the second point. He's nervous and not playing free, yeah. which is he's that, definitely I mean, not I mean, playing free. He he wants to play. I mean, he's going to get paid either way. So, he, but he, the thing is, is hockey players want to play. I mean, if you tell Jake Ottinger to go into the net for eighty two games out of the season, he will go into the net eighty two games out of the season. That's just how hockey players are. And if you tell a player that, oh, well, or not not actually tell him, but with your actions by scratching him, and you're basically telling him, okay, if you screw up even just once or twice even, then you've got a very short lease, and you're going to go back up in the press box. And it's not I mean, just I, would, I wouldn't either. play as loose either. It's in-game. He's getting benched after making one mistake. And, like, other players on the Stars make those mistakes. Hawk and Paw has, has had some absolutely awful games. He's had several awful games in a row at points. And there's not a thought about benching him, of healthy scratching him. That doesn't happen. So, obviously, I, I just think he's not getting a, a fair shake, especially for how much we, we paid for him. He he needs to be getting more looks than this, in my opinion. If, if you're going to pay for him and – Pay him to play in the NHL. You have to give him looks, and I don't. I don't think the stars are doing a good job of that. Uh, but then again, like we talked about on Sunday, that's not exactly Pete DeBoer's job either. Pete DeBoer is trying to win hockey games. If he thinks Lundqvist isn't the best to do it, he's going to do what he thinks is best. I just, I just disagree. Ardell was reading my mind 100 percent right there. Is here. Here's the thing that I think about a lot. 
the reason why Hawk and Paw and Lindell, well, Lindell doesn't get scratched for numerous reasons, but the reason why Hawk and Paw doesn't get scratched is because the two of them make up the best defensive pairing on the penalty yes. kill. And I, if you I, take I, Hawk I and Paw out, you cannot put Suter there. You can't just... put Miro there because he's already playing too many minutes. And for heck, you can't put Lundquist there. I'm sorry. I'm not just on giving examples. Team. Lundquist has pulled off a five-on-five play, but Hockenpah wouldn't be pulled off of those kind of five-on-five play. Right, but like, and see, I understand for, it's for not the, the mistakes, same thing, but for the mistakes Hockenpah makes, he makes up for it with the penalty kill. What does okay, Lundquist just put him on the penalty kill? I mean, the penalty kill. Lund- yes, thank you. Lundquist <laughs> makes up for those mistakes by doing what he did tonight, getting the puck out of his own zone. And that's one thing that Hockenpah and Lindell almost can never do when they're playing together is get the puck out of their own zone. So Lundqvist objectively is, is much better at that than them. So it's not like he's bringing nothing to the table. He he definitely has much more puck moving ability than than those two at, at but, the very least. But but you look at like the value of every single defenseman we have right now, and by far Lundqvist brings the least value. Yes, I agree. But he brings more value than Hanley does. That's my final. See, yeah, see, that, only, that's, only barely. See, I just, yeah, I, <laughs> only I barely, I think. What does I'm Hanley, Hanley bring? Stand, Hanley brings the consistency in front of his own net, and Lundqvist really doesn't have that. And Lundqvist brings the consistency of getting the puck out of his own zone. Hanley doesn't bring that. Yeah, trade-offs. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. We figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> We've boiled we it down. We've done it. Yeah. There we go. We've done it. So It just upsets but, me. Lundqvist has it so much annoying. more upside, and I want him to be played. I agree. He has more potential, but who is playing better now, it's it, it's a toss-up, honestly, sometimes. And that's I, the frustrating thing. I think what my mind goes to, and I agree this is probably not the correct way of thinking about it, in the long run, this hockey team will be much better if Lundqvist can be a top grown four as guy. a player. Not just a top four guy. If he's played more and has grown as a player and is solidly the number six guy and is obviously playing and is playing more often, this team is much more better. If Hanley is playing his absolute best and Lundqvist is playing his best, this team is better when Lundqvist is playing. Yes, that is true. I think my brain just wants the ideal, and it, it's it's true that that's not happening, but I think he he has barriers to it happening as well. I'm going to die I, on this hill. I don't care what the comments say. Come at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already, yeah, he's already reading. A flag okay. is planted. But, you know, honestly, it, it I don't ever think it's like one side or the other. I, I think it's a little bit of both. And I agree with you. And I also agree with the fact that people say that Lundquist is not living up to uh, what he could do. And uh, he just... He needs to take it. He needs to take that mantle. We've been talking about this for, <laughs> I mean, a year and a half now. And he still hasn't solidified himself as the number six guy. He still hasn't done that. That And that that 100% is on him. Because Hanley came in, Haley, Hanley came, or excuse me, Harley came in and fully pressed and forced the, the coaches and Jim Nell to say that he is on the roster and he's not going back to the American Hockey League. Period. That's, that's the right he argument. Forced to his use way on, on you, Ryan. Lundqvist definitely. It's not like he's had no chance. He, he's had definitely had less of a chance. He has had barriers, but he hasn't overcome them either. So he's had those opportunities, and he hasn't taken advantage of them. You're fully correct there. You may be one tick back. 
What about 98 takes this way? So, <laughs> which is okay. Yes. I don't, I don't expect you to go any further back, Chris. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff we could talk about, but we're already getting late. But I do want to mention this. Uh, Robe hints. Uh, he he finally gets an ugly goal, guys. He finally gets an ugly goal. I've never seen first a Robe hints ugly goal before, and the he finally one gets of one. The road trip. Right. Exactly. So uh, he gets two goals in the third period tonight, allows the Stars to come back and get the shootout uh, victory. So uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. He is my biggest winner for the evening. And especially he hadn't been scoring in, I think it's like the last five or last six. 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 So this is his. So him coming out in the third period and kind of setting the tone for the Stars and getting both of those goals to allow them to even have a chance of getting a point tonight was huge. So he's yeah, my biggest winner tonight. That goal was disgusting. He's insane. I love Rope Hints. You'll have your biggest winners? My biggest winner. I'm going back to my boy, the guy, the mustachioed man. another one we hadn't talked about. Archmint. Oh, my goodness. He's amazing. What a great shot. What a great pass from Duchesne on that goal in the second period. Really needed that to end the period, to to give yourself a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and to propel yourself into a comeback. And he played good all night. He had another breakaway chance. And this is a key thing for me. He had that breakaway chance. It got stopped. And he immediately is just scrapping to get the puck back again. And that's the kind of chaotic energy we need from Mason Marchment to just go after the puck with reckless abandon. And I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I I will give him credit there too. Yeah, Mato, I, I saw that uh, stat as well down at the bottom of the ESPN feed. Five goals in five games for Mason Marchman. I mean, I, I don't expect him to keep this up, but we definitely need him to continue scoring at a more consistent basis than we did than we saw last year. It doesn't have to be five goals in five games. If he continues that, great. But, I mean, he is doing really, really well that right now, and it's really good to see. He started playing more consistently before he started getting the goals too, which which is the cool thing to see. He's been playing good for eight to ten games now, and he's the last five is when he's kind of reaped what he sowed, and he's on a heater right now. Yeah. So James, my biggest biggest winner is going to be Harley. I mean, Harley plays twenty two and a half minutes again tonight. I can't believe he didn't score. He had four shot attempts, I think. At least, I think. And one exception. two I can think of. And he played with every other opposing defenseman that he had with him. I mean, he played with Lundqvist, he played with Hockenpah, and he played with Haskinen. All all three of them. I mean, he, he played with everyone. He looks amazing with everyone. I think that's partially why he had that little miscue, because he was playing with everyone tonight. I mean, who are you playing with? <laughs> Pass into the middle of the ice to no one. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, he's been spectacular and the past couple of games he's taken the he's taken the second pairing spot i mean he really has and we need him to do that too because we don't want Suter there Suter yeah, gets and, the second and, least time on ice 1958 good that's yeah. good for the stars when Suter doesn't play a lot yeah and with that i mean i i think haskinen had a great night too and i think a lot of that is in part to harley playing with him for half the time that he was playing one thing I did want to talk about is uh, the defensive pairings here real quick. Um, pairings. I, re I really think we need to see a shakeup here. 
pairings. I know. Pairings, I mean, they, there was like, no pairings night. There's so many mix-ups. It, maybe, and maybe he was doing that on purpose to see what would fit, or maybe he was doing that because it was the second night of a back-to-back or whatever. He was just trying to even out the minutes a little bit more, uh, give Lundqvist and Harley, the, the younger guys, a little bit more because they can kind of handle it, take back Suter a little bit because he's a, he's obviously 39. Um, But... I'm starting to feel like I would like to see Harley with Miro more. And, and I, I know for a good chunk of tonight, honestly. And, and I know that we've talked about the fact that Essa and Hawk and Paw shouldn't be together. But I mean, if, if you're going to stick with that pairing, if that's the hill you're going to die on, if you're Pete DeBoer, put Harley up there with Miro and just see what happens and maybe see it going. And then even Suter, Suter and Lundqvist, I think, would be a good pairing, too, because Lundqvist would be able to play with Suter and maybe learn some things from Suter. I don't know. But the, long story short, the defense needs to be fixed. The defenseman needs to be fixed, and it's just not where it needs to be for a Stanley Cup contending team. So Trade deadline's coming. Yep. Well, you say coming. It's months away still, but it's we'll see. Coming. It'll, it'll sneak up on um, me, I swear. And the the last thing I've got, it it was nice that we were able to rely on a different line tonight to keep us in the game. Like, the last couple of years. Yeah, no. (laughs) The last couple of years, we've been relying on the Robe Hints, Robe, or Robe Hints, Robo, and Pavelski line to kind of sort of keep us in game sometimes. They weren't the ones that kept us in the game tonight. It was Duchesne, Sagan, and Marchmont that kept us in the game. And then the top line came in and said, okay, now we'll we'll kind of do our thing and took over the game and kind of get got us there. So it was really nice to see that and be able to rely upon that. That's just my thought. Last thought for the evening. Anything else? Oh, Best Biggest Losers. Losers. We got to do Biggest Loser. Who y'all got? Myself for loving Lundquist too much and not giving up. <laughs> Biggest I'll loser, give, Chris. That was it. That James. was it. Uh, I'll give mine to Hawk and Paw for the ill-advised change when it was 2-1. Oh. I mean, that you can't. That's a terrible it, it's, change. It's unlucky a little bit because mm. it. No, let me let me explain at least a little. OK, <laughs> it's unlucky a little because you're not expecting Matt Duchesne to get puck jacked. And then also Lindell is rushing in with them. So that might tip you off that maybe you shouldn't try to go change. But it's it's a bad change nonetheless. Uh, and that, that's a terrible time to do it. I mean, right after the other team just went up on y'all from kind of a lucky whiff shot that they got back. Uh, you you, It's very poor timing is what it was. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, I'm going to say the biggest loser is the cursed of the Dallas Stars right now. Because I, I hope it's off. One at this power point. play. Because the, the curse of the Dallas Stars did not win tonight. It did not win, even though it felt like that it was constantly pulling us down and trying to find a way to make us lose. The Stars so. had 38 shots on goal. The majority of the possession time, it did not draw one penalty in the offensive zone. Not one ridiculous some might say asinine asinine i love it all right guys uh we're gonna be back with you guys when the stars take on vegas i believe it's saturday 
It's a matinee, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Three o'clock? Correct. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll be back with you guys then for that game. Uh, We're really excited uh, to see what the Stars can continue to do. Uh, One of the things I did see uh, earlier is the next, out of the next 13 games, 10 of them are going to be at the American Airlines Center. So this is going to be a good time. well, here, here, this is what I'm going <laughs> to the stars. This is, this is going to be, fans. yeah, this is going to be a good opportunity for the stars to be able to turn around their home woes, it seems Please. like. Right Please, let's do it. Take care of business here. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank y'all for tuning along with us here tonight. We went longer than normal because Chris had to go on his rant about Lundquist, but it's okay, Chris. We appreciate you anyways. Thank you. Um. Uh, thank you guys for those of you that's listening live. We had up to like 24 people live tonight, which is more than normal. So thank y'all. There's more of y'all listening even afterwards uh, on the podcast side. We appreciate y'all as well. Go and check out StarCastSuckerMarks.com. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code THPN. And uh, we will see you guys later. Alongside Chris and James, my name's Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side and hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you guys are listening, Chris, do the thing. Birthday dubs just feel better. GG, boys. Bye.